Let's go back to the Truett Insurance and Bonding Hotline and talk with Jeremy Friedman. Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, you with us? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, how are you? Sorry, man, we're running a couple of minutes late, but uh, getting around to you. But, man, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, this is Jeremy Friedman, who uh, is CEO of Stoic Equity Partners down in uh, – y'all are based in Daphne, right? We are. Yeah. That's right, Daphne. Well, man, it's it started sounds- in Fairhope and, and currently officed in Daphne and – Buying properties all around the southeast. So man, it, a lot of fun. well, that's what I was going to say, man. Y'all are making some some noise here in the in the real estate world, and yeah. it's I, you know it's becoming, I guess, a more challenging time with the lending environment. I was I was saying a little earlier in the show, I was at a, a real estate uh, meeting not too long ago, and uh, everybody, all the developers, everybody involved, were worrying about where the money's coming from and all that. So, tell us one kind of how y'all got started. I know uh, a little bit of your background, but you know how you formed this company and the properties you're kind of looking for, and really, you know, what you see on the horizon. They may have had a meeting or two in a Panini Pete uh, enterprise. Yeah, right? absolutely. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to hear you guys talking about Pete. He's a good <laughs> friend and and great restaurateur and great guy. So. Yeah, for um, sure. But to give you a little background, uh, my partner Grant Reeves and myself, we started Stoic a couple of few years ago. Uh, we were both commercial real estate brokers, and we really saw a need in the market for institutional grade investments for people that aren't institutions and don't have hundreds of millions of dollars. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so we began by. Uh, syndicating some some investments in industrial and self storage properties. Okay, and, and these are investments that we might have anywhere from eight to ten investors that you know put anywhere from fifty thousand dollars to two hundred thousand dollars in each, right? And so we we go, we identify the properties, we underwrite the properties, we do our due, we get them under contract, do our due diligence. Uh, we syndicate together a group of like-minded investors to go out and purchase the properties. And then we manage the properties for, for the group. Um, this really went well. Uh, we, we've got 10 assets currently uh, owned in the portfolio using this model. And we've recently just launched, you may know, a fund to do the same thing. Yeah. So this fund will, we will, it's uh We'll go out, we'll, we're going to raise $25 million in equity. We're going to leverage it up to roughly $75 million, and we're going to purchase 7 to 11 assets. We're, we're currently focused, you know, supply and demand is such a strong rule of economics. Oh, and sure. we're, we're focused solely on one of the most undersupplied forms of real estate and one of the highest demand forms of real estate and that is flex industrial office yeah. warehouse parks. Gotcha. You know, yeah. if you yeah. ask anybody that needs an office in a warehouse, hey, you know, where where's your office or where's your warehouse? Um, and they're going to tell you, man, we had a hard time finding one. But, we're, you know, we're over here. Uh, nobody's built this stuff in 30 years. Yeah. Um, rate, rates are low, so it doesn't really, especially with higher construction costs these days, it's really hard to to develop this stuff new we're buying it below what it would cost us to replace it and we're we're uh uh able to push rents a little bit and 
do a little, you know, CapEx and deferred maintenance and, and uh, really, you know, improve the performance of the property. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. But. Hey, you're, yeah. lis- you're listening to Truett News Radio, and we're on the air right now with Jeremy Friedman, the CEO of Stoic Equity Partners. And I love that, that you'd gotten together and just identified that there is this niche in the market. I looked at the website and, uh, you know, noticed that these properties were, so I think, as you call it, this flex industrial. Um, and for the, for the folks out there, I mean, d- d- dig a little deeper. Like, what, what is it that you're talking about and, and what's unique in terms of what you like and, and the folks who uh, who you're working with and representing yeah, in when, terms of focusing like on that? Like when you say yeah. flex industrial space, yeah. you know, break that down a little bit as to for people listening as to, I guess, the size of the properties and things like that. Sure. Yeah, perfect. So flex industrial is, is, is really just uh, fancy words for office warehouse, right? Yeah. We, we, we also call it the mullet of commercial real estate. So it's, <laughs> it's business up front. Yeah. You know, you, you drive in the front of the park and, and there's nice storefronts and people have offices or showrooms. And then you you, you uh, pull around back, and there's roll up doors and dock high doors and warehouses, sure, right? So, sure. So uh, business up front and party in the back. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So we, but uh, you know, typically we're targeting properties that are around fifty to one hundred and fifty thousand square yeah. feet, um, and these have suites in them that range anywhere, usually from say two to ten thousand square. feet square feet of each each suite so these are all multi-tenant we that's really important to us because it helps mitigate vacancy risk um it's you know these are the places where you know your hvac contractors right exactly. are located yeah. your uh pest you control know, companies yeah pest control engineering firms you know we call it this is where business gets done and we feel it's extremely insulated from the whole work from home trend because if you need a warehouse space, it's kind of hard to go work from your spare bedroom. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> um, you know, so that's another thing. That, you know, most of the markets we go into, and we're we're all around the SEC region. That's uh, that's what we call it anyway. Yeah. And we're you know, currently have properties in Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Uh, the first property that we'll put into the fund uh, that we're under contract is in Louisville, Kentucky, um, and and then another property in Jackson, Mississippi. So we actually have the first two acquisitions for the fund put together, and it totals about three hundred thousand square feet in those two markets. Oh, wow. Man, that's great! It's uh, how do you how do you locate these? I mean, do you just call like? develop a broker network and they tell you, you know, Hey, this is coming up or are y'all on the ground in these markets looking around or, you know, how do you find them? Yes. And yes. And <laughs> we, um, so, so Grant and I were brokers, uh, so for, for many years. And so, you know, we value, uh, what a broker can bring to the table. Sure. A lot of people in our business are out cold calling owners of properties and we do a fair amount of that. <clears throat> but you know what we've found is that the bro each market we want to go in and we're in you know we're in the kind of what we would call secondary cities um in the southeast so they're you know half a million to a million and a half people in the MSA uh and and you know there's usually one or two really active brokers in the product type that we're wanting to buy right so it's very easy for us to 
identify who's active, go and develop a relationship with them. We'll database the entire market. We'll go to them and we'll say, hey, these properties we're interested in. Um, And most of the time they already have a relationship with those owners. So they already, you know, bring them tenants or talk to them or have sold other properties or maybe even sold them the properties that we now want to acquire. So, So for them, they can pick up the call and get, pick up the phone and get Bob on a call immediately. Whereas we may call a hundred times to get Bob on a call. And then he's like, well, now who are you? Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Um, most of the properties we buy are off market, but through a broker. So they know what we're looking for. They bring us, uh, opportunities sometimes before they hit the market or, sure. uh, or go direct to the owner that, you know, of a property we're interested in and, and get us that relationship. So, um, so that is, you know, we, we feel like, and, and then those guys manage the properties for us. They're the boots on the ground in the market. They're our leasing agents in the market because we, again, specific local market knowledge is incredibly important. Sure. Uh, so they, they know, Hey, we can sell it to, to, to stoic and we can retain management. We can retain leasing. And, you know, one day we may get to sell it for stoic. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a good relationship, and we've built a good network of brokers through through these markets that we want to we want to acquire more properties. Well, in. that's a good way to leverage already existing relationships rather than to challenge them. I mean, that's a good model. Yeah. Hey, and uh, man, it sounds like everything's going great, uh, and you got a big future, particularly this fund going. Uh, once you you can't can you have two funds going at once? That's a question. Uh, it seems like everybody has one, completes that one, and then starts a new one. Are there rules around that? You know, the the I would say it's less of a a rule than than an ethic. Um, I mean, you know, we feel if we were going to do have two funds that played in two different yeah um, markets, you know, or, two or, different asset classes yeah. or markets, you know, that would be okay. But the way we look at it is, any property we find while we have a fund open. Any property we find that will fit the box that that fund you know defines, yeah, uh, that the fund has you know is it it goes to the fund. Yeah, okay, so yeah, um, you know, and and yes, we would like to fill this fund up and go to fund two. I got you, uh, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility to go to eventually have a. a, a multiple funds operating at the same time, but, but in different asset classes, different strategies. Um, Yeah. It makes sense. Well, man, I tell you what, keep up the good work. We got to run. We're running out of time for the show, but uh, you know, hope to meet you in in person sometime. Sounds like y'all got a lot of good stuff happening and, uh, and just keep doing it. Well, man, guys, thanks for having me on. It's, it's a lot of fun and keep y'all keep up the good work. Y'all are (laughs) helping to, to uh, promote a lot of good people through through these markets, and I appreciate it. Well, appreciate All right, Jeremy. That. Thanks so much. See you, man. Yeah. All right. That's Jeremy Friedman, the CEO of Stoic Equity Partners.